whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. You guys. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you very much for taking the time today. No worries. Thanks for having us. First question, of course, um, in these, you can say, uh, trying times. Um, I hope both of you are all right and your families are safe and healthy. Everything cool? Everything's good. Thank you for saying that. Likewise. Yeah, everything's good over here. Thank you very much. Um, how did you guys spend the past few months locked up like everyone else? We, um, we were actually in the middle of making our recording our album. Um, and we had to abandon the ship. Um, we weren't literally on a ship. That would have been far cooler. <laughs> and um, went back to our respective homes. But we actually ended up continuing to write and be creative in, in, in here. This is where we make music. So um, it was um, a really productive experience. It was... Um, It was almost like someone hit the pause button on our album time. It just gave us this extra couple of months of um, extra time. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, it was just really creative and um, very beneficial. We actually ended up making two, uh, two or three songs that we brought back to the studio that are some of our favorite songs on the album. So, yeah, it's um, can't complain. We're very fortunate. Yeah, at least productive, so that's good. Yeah. Um, let's get right to it. Uh, tomorrow you're releasing a new single, um, which we all are pretty excited about, I, I imagine you guys especially. Um, asking bluntly, I mean, it's been three years. What took you so long from a fan's perspective asking? <laughs> yeah, that's a fair enough question. Um, lots of things, actually. I mean... You know, that first kind of year, I would say, was a very confusing time mm. for me personally. Um, and I couldn't grasp hold of where to take the music and we didn't know how to... We were basically searching for something new mm. and something exciting um, and something that we could feel really proud of and, and we couldn't... I didn't feel like I didn't feel like we were sort of finding anything in that first year. Yeah. And once that year was over, I decided to get completely sober. Oh. And I kind of changed the way I kind of lived my entire life, really. Yeah, I get it. Like so I got myself completely sober, um, which was a whole experience in itself. Yeah. And um, after. Uh, that experience, we went out onto the road and we did some very small period of touring mm. and I it, I was amazing it kind of like reminded me who I was and it, and it made me so grateful and excited for what we had created so far and I just went back into the writing and creative process with just this incredibly clear mind <laughs> um, and I had a lot to write about suddenly as well suddenly I had this clarity but I was able to talk about what I'd kind of been through yeah And Troubles Coming was the first song where I was like, here we go. I was like, this is it. This is what I've been, this is what we've been looking for, you know? Yeah. It was like the, the golden ticket, you know? And it, <laughs> it, had, a, it had a chain reaction. It, suddenly, it, you know, the, the songs were just nearly writing themselves. <laughs> it wasn't as easy as that. But, um, it, um, yeah, it was just an amazing experience. It was like waking up and 
everything was colourful and um, yeah, it was it was really exciting. Ben, would you agree that Trouble's Coming was like like this epiphany moment for the new album? Absolutely, it was the blueprint of of what's to come. Really, um, it was once we got that song, it was easy to write around it almost. Yeah, and um, it it was nice to have that one done um, and secure. So then you can move on and make songs that are tastes of of that kind of genre almost, yeah. but bring them to um, the Royal Blood sound and yeah, experimenting with them a bit more. So let's talk about the sound a little bit of the new single because it still sounds like Royal Blood. I mean, you guys have your own unique sound, which is awesome, um, but it still sounds a little different because you edit a little dancey beat i would say um almost like daft punky um what was the inspiration for that where did it come from i think that um style has almost existed already within what we do okay. um i just don't feel like we had pushed it as far as we have mm-hmm. i think songs like figure it out is like almost like the embryo of troubles coming you know yeah um and i think we realized that there was this we almost like we saw a through line between dance music mm. and rock music and we were using bands like ACDC as an example where we were like the beats are kind of always straight and the riffs kind of cut over the beats yeah and then we realized well why can't we just play speed that process up literally <laughs> and match these kind of dance tempos and we could be making like AC disco <laughs> And as soon as and as soon as that narrative played in in our heads, yeah. it was just like, oh my god, we can, you know, what what if Black Sabbath were playing at a disco? What would that be like? Huh. And it's these just amazing these two worlds coming together, and it was um, it just felt so natural, and it and it felt like yeah, it felt like we're making the music that we've sort of been leading up to making, you know, and we felt we felt kind of confident enough as musicians and we felt able to produce it we we knew we we knew so clearly what we were going to do that we just sort of got everyone else out of the way and, and just rolled up our sleeves and and did it so we also established such a, a sound at the beginning that um people loved and although i mean that was a great time for us and it was But to progress and to um, move on as artists, you have to f- find other ways of doing things, or else you're you play it safe and you write the first album again with slightly different songs, you know, yeah. which people would love, which is fine. But for us, it's um, it's really important to progress, um, yeah, and not, not only just as musicians but as people. And we we don't want to fake excitement you know we want excite our oh, this is the most excited we've ever been about music and creating music and you know we're at the end basically the end of this record making process and it's all we're listening to mm. you know <laughs> and you know, and where we are now is we've just moved into this is going to be our studio and 
like the day of release, I'm like setting up gear because I want to make another album. You know, I'm like, I, I'm we're we're hungry. You know, it's it's reignited something in us. Yeah, you you you, you people, uh, you guys sound like you're in a great space right now. Really, it's it's yeah. great. And and if I could just gush for one second, I love your old stuff. How did we get so dark? Is one of my favorite songs of the last 10 years. But the new, the new the new shit kicks. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. I, I listened to it earlier when I got the link from your from your production company and it was like I'm so excited for the new album. I can't <laughs> even tell you guys. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Um Troubles Coming, the name kind of I don't know, is there a story behind the lyrics? Behind behind uh, behind the song? Kind of what's the word? I think solipsistic, I think is the word. <laughs> it's all like within my own mind really yeah and it's sort of and i think it's um it doesn't happen it, the, the song isn't sort of set in a location you know it's not a narrative mm. in that sense it's um it's the feeling you know of troubles coming and it's um it's this idea of kind of being stuck in your own in your own mind and being stuck in this kind of infinite loop of kind of bad behavior and kind of um obsessive thought process thinking you know like a lot of lyrics, repetition and things being almost like a, a storm kind of in your own mind mm -hmm. and um that's the kind of places <laughs> that's the kind of places i found myself in like that's never going to end yeah. and um that song is kind of an expression really of that of that feeling of like when is this going to end okay i get it i get it it's pretty heavy but what was cool was that You know, we were, the music was so upbeat and euphoric and exciting, and it it almost allowed me to kind of um, get quite dark <laughs> lyrically and get quite real because it was it balanced was, out. It balanced it out. Yeah, yeah I get it. Weird way. You obviously obviously see that I'm excited. Are you guys still excited for a day like tomorrow when new music drops, people haven't listened to before, and which is like a stylistic change? Are you guys still anxious about stuff like that? Definitely. It's um, you know, like we were talking about earlier, it's been it's been a very long time, and it must seem like an even longer time for fans of our band because you know they they've been waiting to hear something, you know. So um, it's really exciting to kind of show people what we've been doing, and and um, yeah, it's this is the beginning of something brand new and something really exciting. So was great. I mean, what's odd about it is obviously we can't play shows. <laughs> yeah. So normally we would be, you know, we'd probably tonight go and play a, a little gig to celebrate somewhere or, or a launch thing or, you know, record shot store or whatever. But because um, we're, we're thriving to, you know, to now show this to everyone and to play it live because that's what we love doing. So, so it's a strange thing pulling it out and then not being able to do that. And it's a test for everyone, but it's, I think music is really important right now and it's really important to, to yeah, put it out and uh, get people listening. I mean, now that we're a little at the topic, I know it's impossible to plan anything right now, but is there anything in the pipeline for you guys? Even maybe, I, I know you have a few festival shows scheduled. Yeah, there's stuff that's, there's stuff that's planned, that's ready to go. It's just all in pencil until... Um, till there's a green light but you know it's like if if what's going on right now can give us anything it's that it's about being in the moment and it's about 
today, you know, and what can we do today to have a good time? And um, yeah, this is like a really exciting time for us because we've got some really exciting music to share with people and make, hopefully make people feel a bit better. Yeah, right. The new album, is it sonically all the same, like Trouble's Coming, right? So all with a little more electronic the, elements, a little more dancey. The, the rest is all just slow jazz songs. <laughs> But I think for us that was important because we like to surprise people. <laughs> I mean, that would be quite a surprise, I have to say. Imagine that. that it's be, just that there. Yeah. There's just one track of just Mike crying. <laughs> yeah. Just a ride symbol and just endless tears. <laughs> Goes on for seven minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then people really yeah. ask, how did it get so dark? Yeah. yeah. And that's what gets us the Grammy. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Who maybe. knows? Just Or the Grammy. The Granny. The, gra the Granny Awards. All the Grannies. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, how far are you in the process right now? Like uh, writing's all done, recording's all done, just mixing, right now. Mix. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. you guys all by yourself, or is like uh, I think Tom Delgetti was uh, along on the last two albums. Are you guys mm. doing all most of the stuff by yourself right now? We're not doing the mixing. Um, I think that we, yeah, that's where our kind of whole set runs out, uh, and we've been using. Um, I can't tell you yet, but a very talented guy who's um, blowing our minds, actually. You, you know, sometimes the mixing process can be quite long, but I think the way, because I guess we're a bit more experienced in the studio now, so the way it's been recorded and by the time it gets sent off, we're kind of like stoked about it, you know? So for it to get to that level before it gets mixed and then it gets mixed, it's just like the end result is just like, yeah sounds mad I mean you've, the mix of Troubles coming I'm just like sounds unbelievable you know I know <laughs> I felt the same way um, yeah so it's like opening a new present every few days when a new mix arrives right exactly <laughs> exactly um, of course I have to ask can you tell us when approximately we can expect something uh, the, the whole our, our lawyer our lawyer said we're allowed to say spring all right All right, that's. But he, didn't say what, he said, "Don't say what year." <laughs> so, uh, spring, some year, and probably jazz or crying for seven minutes. Yeah, and that's he didn't it. say what country either. <laughs> yeah, only in Bangladesh. Or, or, yeah, or yeah. what format? <laughs> only in Bangladesh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, via via smoke signal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Um, one more general question I have for you guys, because um, I remember back in 2014, you exploded onto the stage. Suddenly there was Royal Blood and I know friends of mine, like two or three within like two or three weeks, showed me the album and said, dude, listen to this. And I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to it. Was it ever like hard for you guys to become popular, like so quick, um, maybe because you didn't have... Time to get eased into success like some other bands? Do. Yeah, I mean, we were fortunate in that the type of success we were experiencing was all about the music and all about the live shows. So we were on this kind of traje trajectory of shows getting bigger and more people learning about music, but we never felt like, we never got recognized, you know? It, it, we, sort of, we, got, we sort of had all the good sides of kind of becoming more popular without any of the shit bit. So um, it wasn't sort of traumatic in any sense. It was, it was actually just really exciting. Um, 
However, I, I would say having now, you know, having some now some time's gone past, we're a lot more sort of comfortable in our own skin. <laughs> I think you know it that can't last forever. Mm. That kind of thing going up and it's exciting, but it's also exhausting. Yeah, you know, emotionally exhausting. So um, yeah. It happened at the perfect time in our lives, and it will always, always remember that kind of era. It was just kind of, yeah, wild. I mean, there's there's still a lot of room up. I mean, um, number one in UK and Scotland still leaves 160 countries to go number one. So exactly, yeah, there's yeah, still yeah. a lot of room to go. Um, is there like like a country where you say, man, I would really like to be really successful in that country? I, I don't know. I just think to like to us, like success is really like creative freedom and the ability to have the the only worry we, we really have is about being creative and that's to me is like uh, we are successful you know after that it's like a, like a accounting sport that we're not really interested in it's amazing to think that people are listening to our music but i'm not going to be like we're not business minded and we we want as little we we care very little about that to be honest with you okay Another question for both of you, which, uh, which just interests me. Um, you are only two guys, and some bands are three, four, five, six people. Do you think it makes it easier for you guys only being the two of you, or do you infight a lot because it's only you two? It's hard to, it's hard to tell, but what I would, because that's what we're used to. But I would say that having known, having known people in, in bigger bands, I think it, it probably is easier to kind of have less people because yeah. there's less decisions to make and the creative process is essentially thousands of decisions you know and if you can't make a decision then you can't move forwards so when there's less people to make that decision you can progress a lot quicker there's a lot of compromise as well i think with um being being creative it's it's can be such a personal thing Like for lyrics, for instance, I stay out of the way because it's, you know, it's Mike's, Mike's thing, really, with that thing. And it, I, I help with uh, um, relating that to drumming, you know, and Mike stays kind of clear of, of that aspect of things. But if you have another two people who are chipping in on things and they, they can sometimes help, like, but initially you know what you want mm -hmm. and you don't have to compromise yourself uh for anyone in it so i think it is easier band practices are easier <laughs> yeah touring's easier yeah, yeah exactly as long as you get on i think it's it's pretty pretty all right yeah we actually don't get on anymore but we're paid to be friends <laughs> yeah And money says a lot of things, doesn't it? It does, Money yeah. talks. Money talks. It goes a long way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long have you guys uh, known each other, actually? Oh, it's probably, probably almost half our lives. Yeah. Now? Yeah, so I would say. So 15 years, maybe? Yeah, so 40 years. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it doesn't, I mean... You don't butt heads often? I mean, it's still like, I mean, if I spend like 15 years with the same person, very close, creatively, yeah. personally, I mean, there has to be some friction, right? Sometimes. Not really. No, I think we've mastered the art of being friends and being in a band at the same time. Okay. You know, because yeah. it's about, 
it's about giving each other space as well, you know. And uh, and also, you know, we're not um, we're not doing some god awful job. <laughs> yeah, it does. It doesn't feel like a job, and I don't. Whatever we do of our lives, I never want to have that have that feeling of I'm doing this for something else. It's um, it's what we love doing, you know. So. And yeah, most of the things, all the decisions, the hard decisions, we actually both know each, what each other's going to say anyway. Yeah, imagine having a full-blown argument about a tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> have to think, is this, is this worth it? Probably not, no. <laughs> is it? And we did. You did? <laughs> Which is why, yeah. Okay. Track nine on the album is just tambourines. Just, yeah. Oh, tambourines. Like, enough's enough. <laughs> And a little more crying, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm really, really pumped for the crying. Now that you announced yeah. it... Um, Yeah, really like watching Titanic all over again. Yeah, <laughs> just crying for two hours. Guys, thanks a lot. Thank you very, very much. Of course, man. Um, take care. Take care. Thank you. You too. See you soon. Bye. 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 Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.